Hey, this is Maya. And I'm Stephanie. And you're listening to The What Project. Where you'll hear inspiring stories of hope. Welcome back, guys. We loved Jim and Judy so much that we had to have them again. So this is part two. But I'm excited because... We're actually going to hear Jim's testimony and Jim's story of how he met God. And uh, Jim, hi. Well, hi, Steph. How's it going? I'm, I'm good. Good. Yeah. So share with us, how did you meet Jesus? Well, I just want to share kind of as a, I grew up in a family. It was just my mom and dad and my sister, who's a year and a half older than me, and we went to a Lutheran church, and it was, you know, it was kind of a routine every Sunday thing, and and that's really all it really was. Was never really, uh, you know, got to know Jesus as a Sunday school figure, not a not a really personal relationship with him. But going back to uh, after Judy and I were married, and our daughter got saved when she was like eleven, I think it was somewhere in that area, and. Just to see her life change from what it was was such a role model for Judy and I. And Could you explain to me what differences you noticed in her? Well, it was the way she lived her life, and and. Uh, well, I can I, I can I distinctly remember one time when uh, you know she was a teenager and we had a disagreement about something. And she went up into her room and kind of slammed the door and went up, and I was mad, and I couldn't even tell you what the argument was about. I'm sure I thought I was right, but she came down within five minutes and said, Mom, I'm sorry. And to me, that was huge. That affected me. And it was things like that where a normal teenager would, it's just not in their nature to do that, let's just say. But so we saw God in her. And so I think that really got both of us thinking. It was the start of yeah. what God was doing in our life, I think. And Becky learned how, how to play the piano. And and we were in the restaurant seven days a week. But uh, I know she played at church one time. So And they were still in the mall down in Rushford there. And, and so I snuck out of the restaurant. on. A, I know I did it a couple Sundays just to see her play. And and for me, just walking into the church, there was something special there. You know, I didn't really realize what it was at that time. And both times I went down there, it was just, it was the same way. And it was the same way. I felt I had that same feeling when I when we took Becky down. She went on a mission trip to New York after nine eleven, the year following year after nine eleven. And we brought her down to Texas and dropped her off and. Just driving on the campus down there, you could feel something special about that place. And it was the same way when we brought her down there, when she went to school down there that one year. And this is right about the time Judy gave her life to the Lord. And, and there was something special there. But, you know, Judy and I never talked about anything. We didn't, any feelings we had going on. And and I didn't realize what God was doing in my life. And, you know, Judy would listen to worship music and, and I liked listening to worship music, and so, and I was still working at my other job, and so I'd drive around uh, during the day, and I'd have worship music on, and you know, and and KFSI and Ray Logan would come on and throw out 
you know, the gospel. And, and so I was listening to, I was getting fed, but didn't realize what God is doing in my heart at the time. And, and, uh, during that period of time, would you have identified yourself as a Christian? Well, you know, I thought I knew Jesus. I thought I was fine where I was at, you know, and and uh, yeah, that's what that's how I felt. I figured I knew him, but I really didn't have time for him at that time, you know. I, didn't, I mean, when we were in the restaurant, we didn't go to church. We went to church on Easter Sunday and Christmas. It was the only times we went. But I thought I was fine, and uh, down the road, we were in the restaurant, and at night, I would, uh, you know, Judy would start going to these Bible studies, and uh, she was going to like two Bible studies a week or three, and there was one that she would ask me if I wanted to go, and I would just say no, because I I would do book work at night, and and this was after when Becky graduated at the Honor Academy down there. So there was kind of a year in there. Yes. Where you kind of, you had seen the changes in your daughter. Yes. She went to the Honor Academy. Yeah. You kind of felt something when you went down. There's something special there, yeah. And you saw some changes in your wife. Yeah. And started to listen to worship music, but mm-hmm. it didn't really get any farther than nope. that for a year. No. Nope. And then when Becky graduated down there, though, they had sang like three songs. Then Ron Luce spoke, and I remember the one thing he said that always stuck to me was maybe God brought your daughter here or son or daughter here, not for what he's doing in their life, but what he's doing in your life. Mm-hmm. And I never forgot that. So down the road, nothing really happened for quite a while. It was just these seeds being planted, I think. And Judy was going to these Bible studies and she would ask me if I wanted to go to this one because it was a couple's one. And, and I just always said no. And, but so she would go at night, and I'd do book work, and and if the twins weren't on TV, I would. We had a a disc, a DVD of Becky's graduation, so I'd pop that in and listen to this worship music, and listen to Ron Lewis speak again, and and Judy never knew this was going on. So you're a big twins fan? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was either yeah. twins. Or a sermon from your daughter's oh, yes. graduation. That yes, was... or worship music. I <laughs> yeah. was just Listen to worship music and, and just power and power and worship music when you know it's God's word. And, but uh, you know, anyway, I had I kind of had a lot of turmoil going on inside of me. I had chest, I'd have chest pains, and and this was going on for a year. I'd have off and on. And didn't know anything about it. Didn't I, no. So you and, didn't. You weren't aware of that, no. Judy. Didn't say anything. <clears throat> I thought, well, maybe I'm going to have a heart attack, and then I have uh, you know my stomach would hurt, and I thought, well, my dad had ulcers. I must maybe I got ulcers. It wasn't every day, but it was probably three, four days a week. And it was going on for about a year, I bet. So, you know, Judy had asked me if I wanted to go to Bible study. And I remember telling her this one time, and I, I said, well, I'll let you know. Because the only reason I said it was, maybe she'll stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I have a question for you, Judy. <laughs> yeah. During this year's time, mm-hmm. you know, you were obviously asking him to come along to Bible study. Were you praying for him? Was there anything else going on behind yeah. the scenes that you didn't tell him about? Well, like I said, I was really growing in the Lord. And yeah, I'd pray for him. But I really trusted the Lord. And I felt like he probably knew. Like I said, we did not talk spiritually to each other, you know, which is something that until you, you give your lives to the Lord, surrender your lives to the Lord, you don't know how good a marriage can be 
you know, it's always the best to to start your marriage <laughs> with the Lord at at the head. But God is so good in that even like for us, when we were in our 40s, there is something pretty cool about having the before and after because we we really don't take that for granted what we have now because we remember how it was and it was a good marriage you know by world standards but when you put the lord at the head of, of the marriage it's it changes everything so mm-hmm. yeah now we talk <laughs> this is good <laughs> yeah. anyway well anyway the uh but i remember well there was actually this happened like two or three different times when i was when i was watching that dvd and ron Luce was speaking you know, he pray. He said, "If there's anybody who wants to give their life to the Lord, you know, and you know to accept them." And uh, and I remember sitting on the couch and asking Jesus to come into my heart. And here I was, all alone in in the living room here, and I thought, okay, I thought it was real, you know. And the next day, my I just went on with my life again, and it seemed like my life never changed. So I did it again. And the same thing happened. It's like my life never changed. And I then I thought to myself, well, maybe God doesn't want anything to do with me because my life never changed. And uh, but I, I I think I know why that didn't. I know why that didn't happen. Well, later on I figured it out because I did not repent of my sins, mm-hmm. and that's one. So that's the key to giving your life to repent repentance. Can you define repentance for us? Well, it's uh, just asking Jesus for forgiveness for all our sins that we've committed. How would you and, define sin? Well, anything that's uh, not pleasing to the Lord. So so you had these moments when you were watching the video yes. where you, you like recognized yes. Jesus as yes. Jesus, but it took a few times before you had the yes. other piece of the puzzle yes. that was saying... Wait, I see that I'm sinful and I need forgiveness. Yes, and that was that actually happened, and there was, uh, and it was like it was like a Thursday night, and uh, this is where when Judy was at Bible study, and I was probably watching that video that night. But you know, my thought was, well, God doesn't want anything to do with me. I, of course, I still listen to worship music, and I, but Judy was at Bible study, and. I just went to bed that night, and I don't know if Judy wants to share what yeah. she what happened to her at Bible study and what happened when she came home. Sure, but it was yeah. So at Bible study, then at at the end of our study, if anybody wanted prayer, you could sit in the chair, and, and uh, it, the Bible study was actually teaching about prayer and and how to lay hands on people and pray, and and so I wanted prayer to become bolder. In my faith, you know, to be, I remember exactly what I said. I want to be able to speak the truth in love to people. And I was actually thinking as we were in the restaurant, a lot of people would would be talking or something. And I wish I could speak truth to them when when I knew, you know, some things were were amiss. But so anyway, that was my, my focus. And I was really, really wanting that boldness. And so I got prayer for that. And I got really filled with the Holy Spirit. And as soon as um, I got out in the car to go home, the it was like the Lord filled my car 
And I heard him say, go home and speak to your husband. And okay, I thought. I didn't understand what was going on. It was a kind of a manifestation of his spirit in me that I had no idea that I could even feel like that because it was a lot of like electricity going through my body. And I never even knew such a thing, but I knew it was God. I mean, it was, it was awesome, but I knew it was God. So I drove home and I had no idea what I would say to Jim, but I knew God was asking me to do it. And so I went home and like he said, he was sleeping and I just went, (laughs) I went and I laid my hands on him and I said, God loves you, Jim. God loves you so much. And of course he was, he didn't know. I thought, you know, I I kind of woke up and said, I thought, well, what's wrong with you? Because she was... And uh, I got the I, bonus. I, well, was, are you okay? Is what I was thinking. Yeah. I think more than anything. But anyway, so I, you, your thought, kind of that you had been wrestling with right before your conversion moment was mm-hmm. that maybe God didn't want to have anything to do with That's you, right? right. Yeah. And then He directly answered that through your wife coming home, mm-hmm. waking yeah. you up, and being yeah. like, "God so, loves you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I remember saying, "Do you know how much God loves you?" Do you know how much God loves you? Do you want, do you want, I can't remember what you said. said you need to give your life to the Lord. Do you so, want that? Oh, do you want that? Yeah. And I said, yes. That's and so we prayed and repented of my sins. That, and the, the repentance was the key for me. But what I was thinking when I said it, sitting in all by myself, you know, was I didn't repent. No. But I know God's timing is perfect in everything. And the verse that the Lord just, Spoke when it, and you know, I never, we never read the Bible, never read the Bible, you know, it, it was there, but we never read it. Right. Well, anyway, that was a Thursday night, and well, the next day is Friday, and it's like an 18 hour day at the restaurant. And I think Judy said, I wonder if it really happened, you know. <laughs> I did. I did. Well, gone. you can but imagine it was, it was pretty supernatural what God did. I mean, mm-hmm. every, every salvation is supernatural, but it was so awesome. And then afterwards, it was like, what just happened? (laughs) And uh, I did ask the Lord. I said, God, he doesn't, I I believe this happened, but he, he, the only thing he reads is sports. You know, how is he, I know he needs to read the Bible. And actually, uh, I opened my Bible and and I just wanted to share this one verse Mm -hmm. because this is what the Lord showed me as soon as Jim was born again, because I thought, is this really real? And it's in 1 Corinthians 2, and it says, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, mm-hmm. that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And that was like, okay, God, I know, because I know that there was it was really nothing I, I did. or I mean, it, it was God wanting to, to reach Jim, and mm-hmm. it was his time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was really amazing. Yeah. And that Friday, I, I don't think we even talked about anything, you know, down at the restaurant. We just went to work Smiled. and that's what you did. And, <laughs> and Judy's wondering, is this, did this really happen? And, and anyway, when we got home that night, I shared her with mm. her. And, oh, another thing I want to say is when, when, I, when that happened, all that pain in my chest mm. and that churning in my stomach was gone. And, it was, and it's never been back. So that's amazing. So I had a physical thing really happen to me there. But anyway, that night we came home 
you know, I shared with Judy everything that the Lord was doing in my heart. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was so and, good. And, uh, you know, the, the following week, Judy got me a Bible and started reading the Bible. And, and I was not only going to one Bible study, I was going to two <laughs> <laughs> the next week. And uh, one of the verses the Lord that he showed me was yeah. in Matthew when Jesus asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? And they say, well, some say you're Elijah or prophet. And then he asked Peter, well, who do you say that I am? Peter said, you're the Christ, you're the son of the living God. And that's, that's was, that was me. That's I remember when, that yeah. because you said it was my father in heaven that yes. showed me that. Flesh and blood didn't yeah. reveal that to you, but my father in heaven showed you who yeah. I am. And uh, That was so good. Yeah. Anyway, then that, that wasn't like May. And then in August, I got baptized, I think, in the creek down in Rashford there. And I know my uh, the verse I shared that day was Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I, which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah. Well, I could I could just interject that, you know, when, when I was born again, it was a slow growth for me. Uh, when Jim got born again, gave his life to the Lord, it, it seemed like the Lord really accelerated his, his walk with him. And so that it was just like we were on the same page almost right from the get-go where I had to learn a lot of things. Even for baptism, it was... Oh, I don't know if I should. Because I was baptized. I don't know if I should with, you know, this or that. But, and I did. But it, it was like this inner turmoil for a while until I really came to the understanding of it. Jim, right away, oh, I want to get baptized. And he became the spiritual head of the household. And it really changed the dynamics in our, in our, just in our, in our relationship, of course but um, in our household. And we continue. We continue to grow. Um, sometimes yeah. you can kind of level off and just mm-hmm. kind of... Stagnant. Yeah, you can, but you need to kind of... Be encourage, Yeah, yep. and encourage each other. And, um, and being a part of a church is so important to encourage one another. There was... Uh, and actually, was it before I got saved that... Because then we closed on, you asked if we can close on Sunday, close yeah, the restaurant on that Sunday. That was cool. And, that was cool. That was so God. And I don't know how you f- felt. Because <clears throat> um, you always said that I don't know if I should ask. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So, so I really, really wanted to go to church. And I know you can have your Sabbath on any days, but I really wanted to be a part of the church. I, I love to worship and I just wanted to be a part of the church. And so, I was just wrestling with closing on Sundays, and it was like I'd heard that Chick Fil A closed on Sundays, and I figured, "Wow, you mean you can?" <laughs> I mean, it's it's like you, you feel like because you're in business, you need to always do what the the customer wants. But but actually, I just wanted to go to church, and I kept asking the Lord, "Lord, can you make a way?" And and I felt Him saying, "Just ask." Just asked you, and I. Jim was really the uh, more a business had more of a business mind, 
with the money and things like that. And it was our, our busiest day. And we loved, we actually loved Sundays because uh, you'd get all the church crowd and it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was just fun. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted to close. And so finally, I just, I felt one night like the Lord just kept urging me, just ask him. And so I did. I, I said, what would you say if, if we closed on Sundays? And he said, okay. What? <laughs> I, mean, what? I, I think I opened my mouth and to say no, but yes came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, I was, you know, and the hardest part of that was telling the customers, but after that, but it was really funny um, or coincidence that it wasn't even, I think it was like two weeks after that, that he got born again. After he said mm-hmm. yes to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you agreed to closing on Sundays even before mm-hmm. you were a Christian. Yeah. 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 And then when we did close, I think it was like, and it happened to be like Mother's Day or because it was uh, mm-hmm. somebody's birthday. It was like your birthday or something. Yeah. And that was, so we stayed open till that's, till yeah. that's, uh, it'll be the first or second week in June. And then we got to go to church. <laughs> it was yeah. fun. Yeah. And the really cool part. Okay. This is how this is how the kingdom of God works. Is that after a year of closing on Sundays, our finances were not down. In fact, I think they were better. Mm-hmm. And we would have certain days since it was a small business, and we ran the till ourselves. We knew when what it should be, and what it was. Sometimes it was like we weren't that busy, but the money was there. And so I don't know how that all works, but God does. Mm-hmm. And so. He honors that. So anyway, that was kind of a cool God story. And uh, He did a lot of cool stuff down there. <laughs> I think back to, like, Becky, when she she got saved and, and she got baptized. And, uh, you know, we weren't there. Mm. And Judy got saved, and she wanted to get baptized. And Becky was there, but I wasn't there. And, uh, and I got saved, and Becky and Judy were there. When you got baptized? When I got baptized. Mm-hmm. And so our kind of came full circle? Yeah. yeah. One thing I noticed from both of your stories was that you both started reading your Bible. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you had that knowledge and you were getting teaching from other sources, mm-hmm. but you both were convicted to start reading your Bible. So. Yeah. And it wasn't easy at first because until the Holy Spirit really shows you and reveals things to you, it can not make sense a lot, especially depending on where you start reading. But I remember one of the first times, I was just sitting over there, I remember exactly where I was sitting, and he highlighted a verse to me, and it I actually got a revelation with, or you know, an understanding that I'd never had before out of that verse. And I thought, wow. And so that kind of put a spark in my heart to know more. And so, yeah, uh, the more you, the more you want to know, the more he, he wants you to know more than you do. Yeah. Well, I think it was. It's just when you get born again, you know, he's inside you. You know, it's, and it's these godly desires. You know, it's just naturally. Yeah. You know, your life is turned completely around. And, yeah. yeah, Scripture and Jesus yeah. tell us that mm-hmm. He leaves a helper for us, yeah. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And yet, once you have that, you yeah. can read that Scripture yeah. and understand mm-hmm. what God's saying, mm-hmm. and it really does have power to convict. 
I'm a huge encourager of Bible reading. Yeah. Stephanie knows that. Yeah. <laughs> I I just think that's something we should be absolutely saying from the rooftops. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta be reading your Bible. Yeah. You that's, know, that's the the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if we're gonna fight this fight, the good fight, mm-hmm. we have to know scripture. Mm-hmm. And the only way to know scripture is is to read it and get it written yep. on your heart. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's yeah. The sermons huge. and church and all these things can be helpful, but yes. I just don't think anything mm-hmm. is comparable to you opening up the word of God. Because mm-hmm. what a privilege that we have that God is such an individual God to each of us that he gives us the tool that we need in scripture mm-hmm. and the ability to, to read it and understand and learn God's word individually. Mm-hmm. You know, he's taken away that need for a high priest. He's taken away, yes. you know, that need for someone to be between. Yes. That's what Jesus is. Mm-hmm. He is that go between. So we can have direct communication yes. with the father and we can have his word in our hands and read it and understand it on our own. I just, it's just incredible to me. Yeah. Well, that verse, you know, that verse says the the word of God is living and active and sharper than a two edged sword, mm-hmm. piercing the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Yeah. So it's and it's powerful. Yeah. It's not that uh, head knowledge. You can uh, memorize the Bible, but if it's not in your heart, it doesn't do anything. Also, you know, just the, the personal relationship. Jesus is uh, once once you understand that that he wants to have a personal relationship with you that is so mm-hmm. um, it's so powerful yeah um, when I said I didn't think God wanted anything to do with me you know and I think that a lot of people probably struggle with something like that because of the life they live you know they're say they're they're addicted to something or they're this or that or the way they live their life and or they think they got to go to church first before God will have anything to do with them. And mm-hmm. and no, it's not that way because God demonstrated His love toward us mm-hmm. that while we were yet sinners, He died for us. So, well, it's been really great to hear you guys' stories. Um, I enjoy hearing the different yeah. people that were in your life, the different yeah. circumstances, um, just the small little things that happened. Mm-hmm that drew you closer, whether it be the twins game not being on or, you know, yeah, you know, right. having that copy of your daughter's graduation, all these little individual small moments that led to both of you knowing Jesus and how that has impacted your marriage and your family. It's yeah. really been wonderful to hear. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode of The What Project, We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcasts. We hope that you have a great week and that you can join us next time on The What Project.